0: Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole life natural approach to health and the life altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine.
1: All right, I wanna welcome everybody to this episode of Nutrigenomic Nation, where we talk about nutritional based healthcare technology and some emerging trends related to your genetic health. So I'm your host Brian Highfield and today I've got uh, a guest we've had on previously. We have Dr. Shannon Eggleston and so she is a uh, naturopath and also a number one best-selling author. She's the author of the book The Truth About Scars and Roadblocks to Healing which we talked about a little bit in our last episode and so Welcome, welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm sure our listeners are going to really uh, enjoy what you have to share with us on this episode, so welcome.
0: Thank you, Brian. It's my honor to be here.
1: Awesome. And so uh, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, we covered uh, a lot of different topics and and really, um, you know, uh, some of the stuff that uh, really got me excited when you were talking about the meridian chart, also the endocrine, endocrine system. And because I was really, really intrigued on the topic of your book and how scars can really affect our overall health, and so um, that was that was really interesting. Um, and and so I wanted we 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 got we, we had so many uh, good topics to talk about in the last episode that we left a few off the table, and that's why we wanted to do another episode and and talk with you about them. And one of the things you mentioned in the last episode was around. Uh, nutrition response testing. Can you can you share with our, our, our listeners what that entails and really what does that tell you?
0: Nutrition response testing is a type of muscle testing that's based on hypothermia. And when you fall into a frozen lake, the first thing your body does is to- stops the circulation to your arms and legs because it's going to, prioritize all of the energy between your pelvic girdle and your shoulder girdle in your brain, and it just doesn't want to, the legs and arms are expendable for your body to live. And so when you are strong with something, your body will show a strength or a weakness. Nutrition response testing itself is very exact and scientific, and it's the best thing I've ever found. I have to take care of myself as the conduit, but that's not such a bad thing. It's like, sorry, I can't have that cake. It's not good for me. But it's very exact, right? It's exact. It's scientific. It's electrical medicine. I uh, had a chance to buy a computer that did what I do, but it didn't give a priority mode. And the priority mode is almost anybody, any electrical um, machine can find out the organs that your body's trying to heal right now. And nutrition response testing is your body telling me one layer at a time what needs to be worked on. And then the nicest thing about that is that then I utilize um, different products to find out what your body likes. So your body will tell me, yes, I like that. Or your body will say, absolutely not right now or never. And the nicest thing is that one layer at a time. Your body will heal itself one layer at a time. Usually skin is first. And then after that is a priority organ. If you in, if you've inherited a bad thyroid, that might be the thyroid. It might be your brain. If you have a concussion, then, or it might be digestion. It's pretty commonly digestion in America because of the sad American diet. The standard American diet is so sad. But yeah, nutrition response testing is pretty darn exact. I just, I've been in business with it for over 20 years. And I'm, happy to say i've learned a lot because it tells me what the body says i'm just the interpreter using that
1: and and what's involved with the test what what does a patient go through to to get tested
0: um are they blocked or switched they they come into my office they sign a lot of papers that don't do any healing because i believe that their bodies heal themselves with god and then they put their arm up and i ask their body how each organ is doing and who needs help, the arm will go down on the organ that's faltering or overstimulated. So then the body, I will ask the body the priority, the body says what the priority is, and then we go searching for the product that works for that, uh, drainage, digestion, the whole shebang, and there we have a protocol. And then the, the nicest thing is they come in and get rechecked and their body says, oh, I need less of that, more of this, the body will decide – it's kind of once the body realizes that it's getting food that actually it has rebuilding molecules in it, it's rebuilding your body. So we actually love to watch people's bodies get rebuilt, and it's a joyful thing to see. It is lovely.
1: Awesome. No, that's, that's great. That's, that's, uh, it's really intriguing. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, uh, are wondering what, what their body is telling them, what they need less <laughs> of or more of right now. So that's right. it's really neat.
0: I really do believe that if you ask, if you are watching and you're listening, sometimes you'll get a strange pain or an idea. It doesn't take a brainiac if you have beer and pizza and the next day you can't get out of bed. Maybe that wasn't the right thing. But by the same token, people switch their beers around to find one that doesn't give them a big belly. Some people switch their heads around to see which one tastes better. But if you go for what feels better you know, lower back aches, sinuses, headaches, a frozen neck, those are usually due to foods 95% of the time.
1: Wow. So let, let's let's talk about food a little bit because, you know, obviously we're interested in, in how food uh, can affect our DNA. And we've talked on previous episodes where a lot of people, I mean, I used to think this way. I used to think that you're kind of stuck with your DNA. It was given to you by your parents and your ancestors, and, and that's what you have to live with. And so if you're uh, predisposed to something, you're susceptible to something, that you're stuck with it and you can't change it. But science has shown that's really not true. And in fact, nutrition really plays a role in that. Can you, can you help us understand that a little bit?
0: I just love that you can rebuild your DNA with food. I was so shocked the first time I heard it in class. The mentoring that goes on, I, I, part of my brain's like, mm, maybe not. But the truth is, you can. Your DNA has glitches in it. Your DNA has little glitches in it. And the nutrition comes in and fills the glitch and changes your body. Your, it does change your DNA. You can fulfill, you can, you can repair your DNA with food as medicine. It is just. So true. I've got a lot of success doing it. And the people that go to the doctors to get checked a lot, the regular allopathic doctors, like, how'd you do that? And it's because the food at clinical potency is the difference. It's um, it's a lot faster using a clinical potency, all organic, all natural food It'd be like eating 50 beets when you just eat one bottle of something that's well-made and those beets go in and clean your liver and the liver says, ah, oh, what a relief. And, um, it goes from there. It's pretty impressive what your body can do with the genuine replacement parts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just amazing. It just, uh, uh I'm, I'm always just amazed uh, that what I used to think was, was completely wrong that we were just kind of stuck with that DNA and here we, we eat the right things and, and we can positively influence uh, those genes in our DNA and fill those gaps like you're talking about. That's just that's oh good that's good news for people, right?
0: It's so exciting. Yes, it's good news that you can youth your body you can repair your organs using food as medicine. So what it means is getting excited about rebuilding your body you know, and by, by saying no to foods that are bad for you, just for like people go on a vacation to be a salubrious vacation. I'm going to sit in the hot tubs at this elite place with all these great minerals, same idea. You're, you're changing the way your body works because you're not putting the trash in, take it a step further and put in the, the actual replacement products your maker made so food is, is grown, food is grown all naturally, all organically, and it's just amazing. Yeah. And there's th- you stem cells that are, you can rebuild your body using food as medicine. And I I don't know, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but, but boy, isn't it fun? You can have better eyesight, a better back, repair your bones, repair your backbones, your, your skull. You can rebuild your brain concussions are kind of difficult but if you have good circulation you can take like let's say go to cola and go to cola can rebuild not just your facelift but those little tendons or you whatever you want to call those things that hold your brain in place in your head you can actually rebuild them and i'm excited i've, I've always been a pretty big athlete and it's a lot of them are obviously broken cuz the more concussions you get the more the worse they hurt but you can rebuild them so they can hold in place again. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. And speaking of concussions, I, I mean, I recently read an article, um, because concussions are big in sports. So, you know, we'll transition here and talk about sports. Um, you know, obviously, it's been a topic in, in the National Football League and football in general of, of concussions, the long-term ramifications of those, especially in youth. And, uh, and and so I read these studies where they're using nutrition to activate what's called the NRF2 pathway to get the body to produce some of those natural antioxidants, which really yeah. fight off some of the damage that the concussion causes, yes. um, and and soon about that, and that's 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 good news for for uh, for sporting world as well. Now you've worked with a lot of athletes, um, people, tri triathletes. Um, you're a surfer yourself. Um, what? Um, Tell me a little bit about what you've done with with some of the athletes and how they can optimize their performance using nutrition.
0: Well, nutrition response testing was made by Dr. Um, Freddie Ulin, and he's the one that taught me about concussions ruining the digestion. And I really, you know, you learn these things in school, but I have got to tell you that my digestion was jacked. We used to like water ski when we were little kids and we thought it was the funniest thing to scoot across the top of the water we have to hit first and then scoot so everyone in my family had all of us siblings had concussions and the reason now that we know that concussions cause hair pain they, does your hair hurt they look at you like no but all the girls in soccer know your hair hurts if you have it up in a ponytail it's like oh it's up too long that hair follicles that's insane but the truth is that it really does do a number on your digestion. It ruins your stomach, and the stomach acid no longer can prosper. and if you redo the stum- if you rebuild the pituitary, your stomach acid works better, and it just works great to help people with concussions
1: no, that's that's awesome. so so talk about the triathletes because I, I read that in your bio that you worked a lot with that I mean, Obviously, that's that's a pretty extreme sport. You know, the body's enduring a lot of, of pain and physical activity. Um, I can I thought- imagine, you know, doing that myself. Uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an athlete, but, man, that seems very extreme. So how do they look at nutrition and, and what, uh, you know, is that, is that a, a focus for them when they, during their training and during their actual competition?
0: You know, you've got every kind of athlete. When you get used to hanging around the the Ironman, you got every kind of athlete. You've got the kids that just eat whatever they want to eat, and they run, and they're hilarious, and they just they pretty much could do roundoffs. I mean, people that are just just a certain kind of athlete that they don't care what they eat, and they just run around anyways. Then there's the kind of the professional who brings it to a new level. Like they came up with erg, and it has to do with a lot of um, everything you know about dehydration everything you know about uh, food, everybody needs to learn their own body. That's the, that's the n- n- number one thing, Brian, is that people need to know their own body. And I, I met a girl that said she only practiced two sports a day and she would do it till she clicked in. So sometimes you run, she goes, it might take 20 minutes, it might take three hours to click into a run, but my swimming and my biking are always on. So Ironman nutrition is just amazing because people have to learn their body practice all of they don't they don't just get to be an Ironman they have to practice all these different runs and they will qualify 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 I really do believe I've seen the best some of the best nutrition they are the people that taught our canoe club how to eat and how to lean down and how to be your best self and uh it came into a lot of training for Kayapua to change the foods and that made us winners. I mean, gold medal winners every single race of all across our whole canoe race. And that's crazy. So the Iron Ironman were really responsible for helping us out doing that. And the nutrition. I had one man come all the way from San a two-hour ride each way to learn what his body liked. And he says, my body can operate on that? I'm like, absolutely. As soon as he got his body under control, he took his bike to uh, South America. And I think he's still riding around there today. But, um, yes, you learn your body. You learn what to eat. Nothing, nothing, um, I, I really believe in, uh, your body works best with no synthetics at all whatsoever. And then there are other people that think their bodies work great using, um, synthetics. So I really believe the best results for long-term success in any athletic performance is knowing your body and how, what you need to have a certain amount of food. You have to know how many calories you're burning or, or you have to know your body well enough to know when to eat and what to eat. So, Iron Man? yes. and uh, essential fatty acids are my uh, my best shot at that. I do We talked about it last time where I put a, I watch people's heart rates, and then I give them their the, the choice of their body on the essential fatty acids, and they'll count it up. Uh, we talked about one of my one of my long my long long races a 100 miles a day from San Francisco to lA from San Francisco down to Orange County, 100 miles a day, and the guy looked better when he got back. Uh-huh. He just is an, a, a machine. He's a machine. And the reason he's a machine is because he comes in and gets checked up every month. And then right before he goes out on the race, he gets tuned up. And it's amazing. Your body is made to run. It is. It's made to run at a high, high level. And most people underestimate the ability of their body to do anything because they don't eat right, don't eat enough, don't drink their water, don't drink clean water. Don't eat fats. Don't eat right fats. They don't know how to balance their fats. So, yeah, I got it.
1: Awesome. So yeah, that's good news for athletes, right, that are competing at the highest level because Absolutely. all things being equal, nutrition can really make the difference. Is that right?
0: Absolutely. The cutting edge. I am sure of it.
1: Yeah. So that's 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 good. So people that, that uh, participate in sports, especially if you're young right now listening to this, um, oh. that's going to make the difference, right?
0: Yeah, you'll never break down if you do it right. Yeah, that's, you'll that's be able awesome. to rebuild anything instead of, wait, instead of having to rebuild your body for five or 10 years. If you're young, if you're under 25, you'll be able to rebuild your body in the matter of months. And it would, you know, it's just amazing as an athlete, as, a, as somebody who's injured, it's usually one month of healing for every year of dysfunction. That's cool wow. too. Wow. Good to know that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Good stuff. Well, uh, it has all been a great conversation. It's gone by very, very quickly here, but we're out of time. Um and and just uh I want to thank you again for, for just sharing with our audience uh your expertise in this, um, because there are a lot of great great nuggets of information that you shared with us today. And so uh, our guest has been uh Dr. Shannon Eggleston, she's a naturopath and best selling author. And so we want to uh thank you for for sharing that knowledge with our listeners here on Neutrogenic Nation, Dr. Egleston. So thank you again. You're...
0: You're so, so welcome. And if anybody wants to get a hold of me here at the office at Natural Healing Center in Newport, California, they can call 714-549-4435.
1: Awesome. That's great. So they know how to get a hold of you. And uh, so I hope everyone enjoyed our discussion today. And we hope you join us next time as we discuss another topic related to your good health. So thank you so much for listening. All right. Welcome to Nutrigenomic Nation, where we talk about nutritional-based healthcare technology and emerging trends related to your genetic health. And I'm really, really excited. We have a special guest today. Uh, we have Dr. Shannon Eggleston uh, from California. She's a naturopath and also a number one best-selling author. And we'll be talking about uh, with her a little bit about her book in a little bit. But uh, Dr. Houston is a graduate of advanced clinical training in nutrition response testing, and her studies include Mueller College of Holistic Health, the Southern College of Naturopathy, and the Guan Amin Hospital in China. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs>
0: it was yes. in China,
1: though, where she became, uh, or she came to realize the benefits of Chinese medicine, organic foods and supplements, food allergies, and metal toxicity. She is an established holistic speaker and author and lecturer. She's spoken at several companies, schools, colleges, and associations, and she has volunteered for many medical mission trips working alongside doctors. So uh, very impressive and and uh, uh, just awesome stuff here in this bio here. So welcome, Dr. Ellison. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, I'm sure our listeners are really going to be eager to what you have to share with us today. But uh, first off, I just wanna get to know a little little bit about your background. I mean, I read about uh, going to China. I mean, why did you choose naturopathy as a career and um, how did you get started?
0: You could say it chose me and thank you. Just let me say thank you for that lovely introduction and I'm honored to be with you. Um, I really was raised in Hawaii and I, as an athlete, people would come up behind me and do acupuncture points on my back before we hopped in the canoe and we would just, it would make you feel like liquid gold right before you went out. And you think, wow, that Mr. Miyagi stuff works. You think, hmm. you know, it really, I just couldn't believe it. You you feel so bulked up. The way it started was right around there. I learned how to eat to win. And then my mom later on, uh, fast forward a couple of years, my mom went in the hospital and she was, transferred to California, and I really didn't want to go, but they had a cancer hospital here that was excellent, but they didn't have any Chinese medicine, and I thought, man, those points made me feel so good. I was just expecting Mr. Miyagi to walk in at that point, and he never did, so when she got her moving papers to heaven, then I went to holistic health college, and then when they came up the chance to go to China at the end of You know, uh, upon graduation, I said, yes. And I went to a native hospital in Beijing and Guanlan, and they were still really excellent. And I saw the difference, how they have 30% surgery because they do chiropractic and deep tissue massage for six weeks. And that usually heals 70% of their people. And we have 70% uh, surgery here in the mainland. So... That the numbers are just really something to capture you and that really got me thinking and I really Loved my holistic health college, even though I didn't really believe in everything they did and so when I started my practice I didn't talk a lot about it, but I did a lot of Chinese medicine in my head and it was that way all along And what makes what set me apart was knowing the partnerships in Chinese medicine because for analyzing someone it's a lot easier if you know uh, nutrition response testing, thank you, Dr. Freddie Ullman, because you can ask the body any question you want. And I have to keep myself clean and I stay with my checkups so that I am a. I chose to do nutrition response testing instead of getting a computer so I could get the healing too. And um, that's how it really got rolling. It just got rolling because I was equipped. It took years for me to really. I think it was eight years. Anyways, a long story short, Uh it works together now really well to have the nutrition response testing where I muscle test people all day and I do nutrition to rebuild people's body using food as medicine and food pills made on the Standard Process Farm up in Wisconsin that are um, specifically made to decoy an autoimmune response off any organ that has one, precancerous. I mean really amazing you can just stop diseases in their tracks with using the foods that your body tests for and don't eat the ones your body doesn't test for does that make sense
1: absolutely and uh, you know it's, it's really amazing to spend that time in China and see what they were doing there and the, those figures are staggering versus uh, here in the U.S. in terms of their surgery versus you know food-based uh, medicine if you will and um, uh, you know, I've, I've, their culture has been around for centuries. They've been using different medicinal, uh, herbs and, and spices and things for, for centuries for things. And that's, that'd be awesome to just be there in the mix of that and, and learn all that.
0: And, you just and, have to see it. You just yeah. have to see it a couple times and it changes your life.
1: Uh, that's, that's, that's amazing. And, um, and maybe we just kind of take a step back and help our listeners. Just how does, how does nutrition affect our overall health and how could poor nutrition, ultimately lead to, to disease. How does that work?
0: Pretty well, actually. It's um, just amazing. The way it works is that your body, well, food, it's a great question. I'm just going to back up and say this. If your body is made to eat the right foods, and let's just say that, Vegetables are great. Uh, foods that God made are what makes you. Foods that you have that are all are natural, all organic. Great foods that you test for, that your body says yes to. And it's not genetically modified. It's not, uh, I like to say organic, because then there's no pesticides inside. There's not even a fertilizer that you use. You, you, you use uh, compost piles instead of fertilizer. Everything that's super clean for the standard process Organic, I have a bunch of different products that I use that are all natural, all organic, made on a farm. But really, eating well is so amazing. Living in Hawaii and getting to be raised with the food that had all the minerals in it because the volcanic activity brings all the minerals from the middle of the earth. I was super blessed to have super good food all the time. And, you know, white rice is bleached. Flour is bleached. Um, In the 20s, uh, Dr. Royal Lee... Who started the standard process farm said people are digging their graves with their teeth because they're eating the bleached flour, and no more vitamin E in it. So that no law, the whole world has been living on bread for ages and ages, and still does. But when they bleached the flour in, in um, in town, they bleached the flour, and then there went all of our nutrition. And to this day, now that they, every grain that we have gets sprayed with something that's really bad for your body and it causes inflammation. So knowing that grains cause inflammation uh, and inflammation leads to disease, you get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. so how, I guess, how can we use the, the foods or plant-based diet to, to counteract that? So if someone has an affliction, um, how, does, how does the food work to, to actually um, in, in improve their condition?
0: Great question. Um, as a general speaking, I go straight for the sickest people and then we'll back off the sickest people, the people that have nausea, you would want to have a pinch of cilantro warmed up to stop the nausea. Usually if that doesn't work, we'll just, I really believe in help learning about your body by using the vegetables that are good for you. And if you are, um, if you crave meat, eat meat, I love, I consider fish meat. I really do. I'm a blood type O, so I have, I haven't studied enough to be a vegetarian, but I really do love meat and vegetables. One fourth meat to three fourths uh, vegetables. No starches. Olive oil, good fats, avocado, raw nuts. I don't eat peanuts and I don't eat cashews, and those are those are compromised nuts. Um, the way people can. When I first learned this from a naturopath in Holistic Health College, she said, just go one day, all raw food. And you kind of go, what are you talking about? And she said, well, all food that's not processed. And I didn't know what she was talking about. So she said, okay, salad. And like, bah, I eat salad every day. She's (laughs) like, I like to eat. We were like, what do you eat for breakfast? And she's like, I eat vegetable soup. I'm like, oh, I love that woman. So I thought, all right, she's got something here. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's intelligent. Okay. So. I slowly changed my diet from toast and eggs to vegetables and meat. And I really can tell you, you can trust it. I didn't trust it back then 30 years ago. And I have to say, with that canoe paddling that I did, when our coach took us off of um, alcohol, rice, and all all sugars, pretty much we just did alcohol. Like, you know, you drink beer after you play, you know, doing the canoe. Not like anybody's getting drinking, but beer was a regular thing. And we, what do you mean no beer? Just do it. We want to win. So we were ahead. If everybody else in the field is here, we were three, four, and five canoe lengths ahead of them. And I never forgot that. We just went off carbohydrates during the week. And um, at that time, the Ironman told us to carb load on the day. And they were carb loading the day before. But it would be like you had extra special powers and today, we know better. We know that we don't have to carb load. We just add the fats in consistently. Essential fatty acids, enough fats. I test people for, do they use tuna? Do they use evening primrose? Do they use blackcurrant? Do they use sesame? If anybody eats sugar, it's sesame usually. But what essential fatty acids do you need to load in before you ride your bike for 90 miles? It is excellent. I have a athlete that uh, rode He's a businessman. He works really hard in the week. He owns his own business. He and his wife have a juicery. Thank you down here. But he went on a hundred mile bike ride from San Francisco down to Newport, hundred miles a day. And when he got back, he looked better than when he left. He was not tired. He never got tired every day. He just took his essential fatty acids. His diet's always the same meat and vegetables, eggs and nuts and seeds. And it's just epic what it does for athletes. It is amazing. I have a high wave surf, 60 foot surf, 60 foot wave surfer, uh, Brad Edinger. Eng- he got tested and he, his mom asked him to do it. And we just, we have a, I've put him on a heart monitor. It's just amazing. He told me after we did it for him, he never got tired paddling in the 60 foot waves. He, he came, he didn't even get back to me. He, he just thought it was so cool. I talked to him in Christmas that year and he's like, I've never been tired paddling since. And you think. You're not tired paddling through 60-foot waves? Right on.
1: <laughs> wow. That's impressive. You know, I, 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 you know I, I, I'd love to watch that. I would not like to be on the board at a 60-foot wave at all, though.
0: It's I, like people that learn to fly or people that want to learn to fly. That's what a 60-foot surf, uh, wave they, – They, it's like flying down and then landing. It's just oh. a different type of flying, I think, yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy, but um, – and I want to get back and talk a little bit about the um, the athletes in a little bit. I want to touch on that. But first, I'm really anxious to talk about this scar tissue therapy and what that's all about. I mean, you have a best-selling book about this. And um, I imagine a lot of people really haven't heard about it. And so uh, can you just describe what, what, is the, what that is and what the benefits are?
0: Yes, I can do that. And it is the most important thing. I believe because the skin is the largest organ in the endocrine system it surrounds all of the other organs and it has the most nerve endings in it of all the nerves in the body the skin has the most nerves based on that and also the Chinese medicine chart where there's do you mind if I show you the lines going up and down the body there's meridians going up and down the body that really affect each organ so the lines are connected on either side of your body. It's a uh, one loop on your left and one loop on your right, and you have a main frame okay. electricity that runs in your skin over your whole body. Imagine you have an armor, a chain link mesh on your body. Someone takes a sword and goes through the chain mesh. The electricity can no longer go through the chain mesh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So imagine that you'd never have any. Cuts in your armor, and the electricity consistently is able to run through your skin, and your electricity is able to strengthen you through your skin. That electricity goes through all of the meridians, lines of energy, and that is beautiful. So, for scars, you could say, How do I like that? I like that a lot. And um, the people that have scars on their knees and their hands and their arms, that, that scar sucks up all the electricity going into that scar. Your meridian sucks up and it gets bigger and bigger. And that scar is holding the electricity on your skin that should be going under your skin and into the organs themselves. So imagine that one side of you has a large scar on the right side of your body, and therefore none of that electricity is going through your skin. It's all, all of your scars individually, are, um like a blowfish blowing up, and then it pops and somewhere in your skin that day, it feels like you're having tingling and burning sensations. That is usually scars. It's usually scars or the nerves coming out of your bones and your neck. But what you're asking me about scars, Scars can cause your body to not function at an optimum level by not, number one, not having the electricity run on that side of your body, number two, not having the organ that each line refers to, not have enough electricity going into the body. So quickly, I'd like to show you the lines on the body so that you can get the idea that the electricity is, in these lines, I'm gonna show you, there's lines, can you see them going up and down? Mm -hmm. So those lines, each one of these lines that say from the from the eye to the leg there's a stomach meridian and then it turns into the spleen meridian and comes back up here it goes down here goes back up there goes up and over the back and goes along the side of the spine and strengthens the spine strengthens the way you walk strengthens the way you eat and strengthens every internal organ that you have as long as that electricity is rolling does that make sense absolutely so the most exciting thing about scars is that when you have your your electricity rolling over your body correctly your internal organs are reaping the benefit of that run. So the stomach run it calms all of the anxiety in your stomach. The spleen run all of the it relaxes the spleen. It feeds your internal organs. And what I found in I really couldn't believe it is that people that have terrible scars or wound care to be done, I just put on these waterproof 3M scars like this. And they're Gore-Tex and they breathe. So I put those scars on on any little wound I have from surfing or a little gas from the drawer, whatever. I put colloidal silver, 300 parts per mil, on the skin and air dry, put the 3M Band-Aid on, And my adrenals stopped flipping out. And I'm like, what? It was as if I gave myself a new piece of skin right over a wound and my adrenals immediately stopped fibrillating. And I thought, gosh, I think we have something. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: What is the title of your book for, for those that want to really dig in? Oh, the
0: truth, the truth about scars and roadblocks to healing. Awesome. So this, the Truth About Scars and Roblox healing pretty much explains how I kind of explain the scar run itself and the band-aids. And the beautiful thing is um, what you also want to know about scars is that they can cause headaches and fibrillation, nausea, cause one side of your body not to work very well. You know, you hear things like, it's never been the same since I had that baby. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's your main frame. You could, that means you have a scar on your midline, and um, we have red lasers. We have laser, uh, the Nova Thor red light therapy, and people consistently, honestly, I didn't really know all this when I first started. I just knew that we we're supposed to take care of the skin as an organ, but I had uh, I had a pastor come in, and I I went to just I was being polite, and I said, this is how you rub. There was a, something on his chest i pastor suma i rubbed the scar on his chest and his afib stopped but I, he didn't tell me oh. he told all his friends and they <laughs> called me cuckoo i mean it's like it really was i didn't know that his afib did stopped, but people would say oh you're the person who stopped his afib and i'm like no i'm not because <laughs> i don't know anything about it so uh it happened again just this year that was 10 years ago and so i kind of knew that scars really could make a fib. And this time this woman said, I think it's my C-section scar. She was white. She, I thought she should have gone to the hospital, honestly. Mm-hmm. And she was an AFib and she walks in and she's a very good client, don't get me wrong. But she says very quietly, I think it's my C-section scar. So we tested it. It was her C-section scar. I grabbed some gel that I use, put it on the scar and her AFib stopped.
1: Oh, geez.
0: And I was mind blown. That so really having a clinical office teaches you things that you really – I know Dr. Freddie told me about the scars, and Dr. Bryman taught me how to laser them and, and deactivate them, but that's just crazy. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Yeah, that's wild. When you see
0: it happen. It's like I was taught that, and, you know, but to see it happen is wild.
1: Wow. That's, yeah. that's amazing stuff, and, and I wish we had more time to even talk, and maybe we can get you back on another episode. Because sure, I really want sure. to get into the triathletes. And, and what you've been doing with them. Uh, uh, but uh, we were out of time today, but I want to thank you again, uh, Shannon. Um, our guest has been Dr. Shannon Eggleston. She's a naturopath and best-selling author. And uh, you mentioned your book, but where can our audience go to, uh, to learn more about the Natural Healing Center, and, or just how to connect with you?
0: You can connect with me at naturalhealingcenter.us. Awesome natural natural healing center dot us and If you want to be my client you can get fifty dollars off if you're within the sound of my voice You can call us at eight seven seven nine five Detox and that would be Seven one four five four nine four four three five. Thank you so much for having oh, me today yes.
1: Thank you again and- but- all of us here at Nutrigenic Nation, I hope you enjoyed our discussion today. And we hope you join us next time when we discuss other topics related to your good health. Thank you so much. Bless you. Bless
0: Thank me. you so much. And peace, peace, and love to everybody at this t- difficult time. Keep your chin up. It's all you just have to keep breathing deeply. Everyone must breathe to keep their nervous systems well, okay?
1: Awesome stuff. Thank you again.
0: This show has been produced by Market Domination LLC.